The last line on Dafir Gimel Mabez. Over the last two days, we saw four different cases where Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lezer believed their woman, while Rabbi Shua said, and we don't believe her. And the last two cases weren't a gear to her ksuba and weren't a gear to a married couple, but discuss a case where either Adam saw a pnia, let's call Rachel being misyached with a man, or there was a pnia who is expecting a child. And Rachel says that the person I was misyached with, or whom is the father of this child, is someone who is a miyuchis, and I am. Not Pasal Lakuna. And Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Leza say we believe her as she has a tiniest bari and a chazaka that ukiya chaskasa de mikara. And since she wasn't Pasal Lakuna, so we won't change her status. Well, Rabbi Shua holds that although I agree there is a chazaka, however, there is a special mightily yuchsen and we don't believe her and she is also to get married to a kayin. And we also saw machlekes between Rabbi Yechelen and Rabbi Leza where Rabbi Yechelen stated, according to Rabbi Gamliel who said that she is Kashal Lakuna based on the Bari and the Chazaka, we extend this Heksha also to any daughter born from this pregnancy, and this daughter can marry a Kain, even though, of course, this baby, this daughter, was born without any Chazaka to Kashus, as there was Suffolk as to her status immediately when she was born. And the fear of Yeshua, just like Rachel's Pasal Kuna, her daughter is also Pasal as well. And her blazer argues with her and said that the fear of Gamil, although we believe Rachel and Rachel's mother to a Kain, but her child doesn't have a Chazaka and is Pasal Kuna. And finally, we also if there is Rav Ksherim together with the Chazaka that she is Kashal Kuna Ayin Sham and our Gemara now begins there was a couple the Hakadushin, and the wife is actually pregnant at this point and there's a possibility that she was Mizana while she was Muresas and number one she is Asur Lubal and number two the child will be a Mamza and now they came in front of Abasif and they both agree to what occurred he Amra Minei she says that I'm buried that I'm expecting for my Aris and he's the father and Vuhu Amma in Minai and the Aris says that it's true that this child belongs to me and I am the father. And as Rashi says, MS me many who, which is Mashmar, he is also saying a tiny bari. And Udva says exactly as Rashi. However, other Rishonim argue and say that the din also applies if he just says that I had beer with her and it's possibly my child, but I'm not sure that maybe she had other beers and possibly it's not my child. And Lafi, those Rishonim, even though the woman is saying a tiny bari, it's possible that the husband only said a tiny shema. But the Gemara says, Amr Yasef, Lemai Nechishla, what should we be concerned? about first of all that even the Oris is Moida that the Oba is his and therefore even Rabbi Shua that argued on Rabbi Gamliel before but again the menace of the woman over here even Rabbi Shua should be Moida that she is Neman and and even the Oris would not be Moida Rabbi Huda said the name Mishmol that a woman is Neman to say that and here also she is Neman to say she had beer with her Oris who is really the only one that she is currently mutter to and since she is an Arusa therefore she is and the only one that she's mutter to is her husband. And therefore, just like Rabbi said before, that she's never to say that I had a beer with someone that was kosher to, here also she should be never to say that I had a beer with someone who's kosher to, who is her husband. And Amalei Abayi, Abayi responds back to Rabbi Yisif, in this case, if the husband is not Maida, is it true that Rabbi would actually say that it's kosher, but Shmuel also said to Rabbi Yudah, although I said the halach is like a 
Gamliel, the Atli Savit Uvda, but you shouldn't pass it like that. Until you have a rave that are kosher, which were next to her, and therefore we could go based on having a bari as well as a chazaka as well as a rave. And this shita seems not to be like Rabbi Shul ben Levi that we had on that few Gimel base, where Rabbi Shul ben Levi said, Well, seems to be saying that the only time Rabbi Gamliel said that the halacha is that she would be neman is when you have rave k'sherin. And in our case, where this Arusa was pregnant, and of course, rave the people in the world are pasultar because really everyone is pasultar except for her husband since she's an Arusa and of course she's an Ishish. And therefore, Abayi is Rabbi Yisif, that how can you tell me that in this case, even if the husband is not Maida, that we follow the Pesach like Rabbi Gamliel and she would be Neman if Lemaisa it's in a place where there's Rabbi Psulin. And Rabbi Yisif responds to Abayi that if you tell me that this is actually what Rabbi Gamliel holds, and Rabbi Gamliel himself only holds that she is Kasha, where there's Rabbi Ksherin, and according to you, you should ask a question on the words of Shmuel itself because Shmuel said halacha, the halacha follows Rav Gamliel, and then he said uvda, which is mashman. That really Rav Gamliel said that she is neman even if there is rape psulim. However, even so, you shouldn't paskan halacha lemaisa like Rav Gamliel in that situation where there is rape psulim. And if so, if you want to explain the words of Shmuel, how will it explain the words of Shmuel? Shmuel is saying that of course Rabbi Shmuel and Levi is correct. That says that the woman has the manas that he's machsha even if there were ripsulim and our case also really Ragamliel would say that it's kosher even if there's ripsulim and even so Shmuel is teaching us that if there's ripsulim that you shouldn't pass him like Ragamliel so if a Kayin comes to Bezin and asks if he can marry such a woman Bezin should say that since there were ripsulim therefore the Kayin should not marry her however let's say a Kayin actually married this woman and only after he's married he came to Bezin to ask a Shaiva over there Bezin should not pass him that he should get divorced and of course they could stay married and Hanami could have a dummy in our case where she's already pregnant and if you won't believe her then that Uber would actually be a mamza and as Rashi says and you want to cause that the Uber should become Pasle and also cause her to become Asa to her husband if you don't believe her it will cause us to force her to get divorced from her husband and in this situation it's definitely considered a Bediavidic situation and therefore we Pasle that even though she was a Muresas and therefore all men in the world were Asa to her and it's rape psulin law, we will still believe her and say that she had beer with her husband and therefore the Vlad is not a mamza, the Vlad is kosher and she could stay married to her husband. And the Gemara continues and goes back to the machlekes we had in our Mishnah between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Loza against Rabbi Shua in a case where Adam saw that she was medaberis, she was misyached with someone else or they saw that she was pregnant and they ask her what's happening and she says that this was from a Kayin and therefore I'm still kosher. So Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Loza said that she's believed because there's a bari and a chazaka and Rabbi Shua said that even though there's a bari and a chazaka, still I say there's a maila biyachsin, there's a maila by kuna, and we don't allow her to get married to a kain. And our Gemara now is Ramli Abai Rabba, Abai asked the following to Rabba, Umiyam Rabbi Shua in Namanis. Is it true that Rabbi Shua said that she doesn't have Namanis? And as Rashi says, Alma loy mekmina la chazaka, we see that we don't say that she retains her chazaka, that she was kosher to a kain. And the Gemara now will continue and bring a Mishnah, Mesechtis Idis, which will discuss something called Amanis Isa. So let's just explain, based on the first Pshat and Rashi, what Almanus Isa is. So the Gemara will now use this term, Almanus Isa, and we will learn that it refers to a case where Reuven married Rachel and then tried to divorce her and threw a get towards her and it landed, Safa Karvloi, Safa Karvla is somewhere right in between and we're not sure if she's actually Magureshis or not. And then her husband Reuven dies and there is now a Suffolk if Rachel is a Grusha because the get was 
carved law, and she's therefore asur l'kayin, or if the get was carved law, and the get actually did not take effect, and the only reason why she's mutter to get married is because Shalmana, and then she's muteris l'kayin, and Rachel got married to a kayin, and had a son, and now there's a suffix, if the son is actually a chalol, because his mother was a gusha, or if the mother was not a gusha, then he's not a chalol, and now this child who's a suffix chalol went and got married to Dina, and then he died, and Dina is called an Ammanus Isa, as we're not sure if maybe she's possible to get married to a kayin at this point, because she was married to a chalol, or maybe she can still marry a kayin at this point, because her original husband was not a chalol, and Abayi is Rabba Verminu, Abringa Raya, that Rabbi Shua holds that we go Basa Chazaka, because we have a Mishnah Masechtas Idis that states, Hey, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Yehuda B'Mesira, Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Yehuda B'Mesira said testimony, Almanus Isa, Shikshir Lakuna, then this Almana that's mixed up, and we're not sure if she was married to a Chol or not, that she is mutter to marry a Kayin, and we don't consider her a Grusha because we rely on her original Chazaka that she was Mutaris Lakuna. And the Gemara first gives one Teret, Amalei, so Rabbi responds back to Abaya, Hachi Hashra, you can't compare the case over there by Almanus Isa to the cases of Amishnah where there was a Pnuya that was Medaberis and was Mesechedes with someone, or she was actually pregnant. And the reason is because Hasam In the case of Almanus Isa, while there's Ul Chazaka that actually she's Kasha, but there's also Chazaka that supports that because a woman goes and makes sure when she gets married to check into the Yichas of who she's marrying, and she made sure to find out and to investigate that actually the get that was thrown to this Kayin's mother was actually Karavloi, was closer to the husband, and therefore the woman was not Mugureshis at all. Manahai says, Rashi says, and therefore her husband was a valid Kayin, and she also was not married to Chol, and therefore she's allowed to still marry a Kayin. However, in our Mishnah, she definitely had a beer out of wedlock, and there isn't a Chazaka as to the validity of her beer, and therefore, of course, we can't believe her, and that's why Rabbi Shua says that we have a Maila Bayuksin in our Mishnah, and we say that even though there's a Chazaka, that she was originally Kasha, we still will not allow her to follow a Chazaka, and we don't believe her, and we would say that she's possible kuna. And the Gemara continues, Amr Rav Rav states, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua, Kasha, you asked the steer from Rabbi Shua of our Mishnah on Rabbi Shua in Masech Idis, to Rabbi Gamliel, like Kasha, and you never Kasha on Rabbi Gamliel from Rabbi Gamliel in the same Mishnah Masech Idis, why wouldn't you have a Kasha? But Tani Sefer, but we learned in the Sefer of that Mishnah, Amr Rav Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel said back to Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Huda and Beseria, Kibalno Eduscham, I will be Makabal that your Edus is correct, that she is Mutta, Avoma Nasa, Shrigaz Rabbi However, Rabbi Zakai made a Xerah that we shouldn't go and set up a Bezdin in order to go and be Mata, and they wouldn't say she is Mutta. And Rabbi Gamliel explains, because the Kayanim wouldn't listen to the Bezdin to go and push someone off and to ask someone, but they wouldn't listen to Bezdin to be Makal and be Mata woman in a case where there's a Shailah. And Rabbi therefore is that it's a clear stira in Rabbi Gamliel himself, because although in Amishra, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Leza said that the din is that a woman that says that I had a beer with someone that was kosher to me, the din is that she is Neman, and the reason is because she had a tiny's bari, and because there's a chazaka that she's kosher, and we see by the case of Ammanus Isa, that Rav Gamliel says that we won't rely on her chazaka, and she'll be also to marry a kayin, and therefore, Elam Rava, Rava now states, Rav Gamliel, after Rav Gamliel, like kasha, we don't have a kasha from a Gamliel on a mission that follows chazaka, on Rav Gamliel in Mesechus Idias that doesn't follow chazaka, and the reason is because Hassan Bari, Vahachashema, in our Mishnah, the reason why Rabbi believed her is because not only did she have a chazaka, but she also came with a tiny bari, and she clearly said that I was misachar with ishplani v'kayinu, and I was misaberis from a specific person that was a kayin. However, in the case of Almanus Isa, although a moment.
moment ago we saw that Rabbah wanted to explain that it's talking about a case where a woman could go and be Badaku Minsaba and check out and actually investigate and see if the get was carved law or carved law. However, Rabbah holds just like we originally had a suffix if the get was carved law or carved law and we couldn't determine that, her investigation will not actually turn out any different facts and therefore, of course, she also has a suffix and since she is not coming with the tiniest bari, therefore her chazok is not strong enough to allow her to go and marry a kain. And the Gemara now has to go back and explain why there's no stereo between the Shittas of Rabbi Yeshua. And the reason why the Gemara has to go back is because the whole tariff that we had before of Rabbah was only because of Isha is Batko Mitzvah and therefore it's a Tainus Bari. But we just showed that Rabbah holds that she actually cannot have a Tainus Bari because just like we couldn't determine and we couldn't know if it was Karv Law or Karv Law, even if she will investigate, she will also not know if the get was Karv Law or Karv Law. And therefore you couldn't give the original tariff of Rabbah. So now Rabbah has to give another tariff. And this is how Taisus explains our Gemara in Devil Maschal Rabbi Shua Rabbi Shua Loi Kasha because Taisus says the Hashdoi Matzal Shnei to be Dekas Finisus Kedem Shani Lel Kivin the Hashdoi Kimna by Mereshema and the Gemara now says Rabbi Shua Rabbi Shua Nami Loi Kasha and you also came ask me a question on Rabbi Shua we are in our Mishnah we said by Bindaberes and Muberes Rabbi Shua said that she's not Nemon and we don't go and rely on the Chazaka whereas by Amonis Isa we rely on the Chazaka and the Gemara explains because Hasam Chatzveka Hachatreis Veki. In our Mishnah on Dafir Gimel, in the case where she was Medaberis and she was Mesechedes, or she was Mubaris from someone and she claimed that it was Ishplaini Vikasha, over there Rabbi Yeshua says that we don't believe her because there's only one suffix. The suffix is if she was Mesechedes or she was Mubaris from a man that was Kasha or was he maybe Puzzle. And since there's only one suffix, and as Rashi says, and if this man would be around, maybe we would recognize that he's actually Puzzle, and therefore we won't go and rely on Chazaka. However, in the case of the Amonis Isa, we actually have two Sveikas. Now Rashi says this is not a typical case of a Svek Sveika as in the case of Amonis Isa, there really is only one suffix, and the suffix is, was the get, Karav Loi or Karav Law. However, as Rashi explains what the Gemara means is that there's a suffix in two different people. First of all, there's a suffix if Rachel was Megureshes or if she was never Megureshes. If she's Megureshes, of course she's Pasal Kain. If she's not Megureshes because it was suffix Karav Loi, then she wasn't Pasal Kuna. And number two, there's a suffix in Dina if Dina is actually someone that was married to a Chol or if her husband was never Chol because the get was actually not a valid get and therefore the Kayin's mother never married Be'issa and therefore of course he didn't become a Chol. And because there are these two Sveikas, therefore Rabbi Shu would say that we will follow the Chazaka and we will say that she's going to be Kasha Lekuna. And the Rishonim of course are bothered over here that Lekhari, what does it make a difference that there are actually two Sveikas of two different people but ultimately the suffix actually stems from the same actual problem as the only underlying suffix over here was, was Rachel considered Mugureshes or was Rachel not Mugureshes at all and therefore she was mutter to marry a Kayin. And some Rishayim explained that there are two Chazakas at play over here. Rachel has a Chazaka to Kashrus and Dina also has a Chazaka to Kashrus and because there are two Chazakas, that makes it stronger and that's where Abishua says that we're going to say that she's mutter to a Kayin. However, Ayin entices Diva Maschal Amonis Isa as well as the first of the wide lines in Rashi where Rashi brings down the second Pshat and the Gemara, and although both of the Pshatim are different, however, it comes out according to both of the Pshatim that we will be able to learn in this Gemara that the word Trey Sveiki is more of the typical case of Svek Sveika. And the Gemara recaps, Since the woman in the case of Medaberis and Muberis was Bari, therefore, even though there's only one Suffolk, he still says we rely on the Chazaka and we would say that she's Kashal Kayin. And as we saw in the case of Amonis Isa, the Kil Shema and Rav Gamliel considers 
Shema, such a shvacha thing, that even if there's a case of Sveik Sveika, for example, by Amonis Isa, then Rav Gamliel says that Manasa Shari Gazar Abechem Benzachah Shalai Lahayshu Bezen Al Kach. Rav Gamliel taught us that Amonis Isa is possible in Akuna. However, Rabbi Shua only Chad Sveika Tafilu Bavari Nami Pasul. According to Rabbi Shua, he considers one suffix so strong that even if there's a bari, he still says that you're possible and you can't follow Chazaka. The Kilei Sveik Sveika and the Sveik Sveika is so shvach Tafilu B'Shema, even if she doesn't have a tiniest bari, because she herself can't be Badakul Minsubah because she won't know if it's Karav Loi or Karav Law, just like we don't know. And even so, Nami Machshet, or Bishua still says that she's going to be Kasha Lakuna, and we will rely on her Chazaka. And the Gemara continues to discuss the case of Almanis Isa, where we saw before that Bishua said that she is going to be Kasha Lakuna. And the Gemara brings a Brisa, Tanar Abana, we learned in Brisa, Ezo Almanis Isa, what is the case of Almana who is married to someone who is potentially puzzled, and even so, she is Kasha Lakuna. And the Tanakhama gives us a cloud, Kasha Inba, Loi Mepshum Amzerius, Loi Mepshum Nisinus, Loi Mepshum Navdim Lachim, any woman that was married to someone that didn't have a situation where he was a Suffolk Mamza or the husband was a Suffolk Nassin or the husband was a Suffolk Evan. And Rashi explains that the only Suffolk that we had over here that maybe a husband was a Cholol and therefore should be Pasal Lakuna, Kamash 1, that she's not Pasal to Kayin. And Rashi explains that why do we call this Avdi Malachim? And Zak Rashi, Mishim Hachim Nakad, Avdi Malachim, Mishim Avdi Shleima, because of the Avadim of Shleima, Shoyashirim, they were very wealthy, Ubali Zoya, and they were very strong, Vinaslahem Bnei Sisrael, and they caused and they forced Bnei Sisrael to get married to them. And also like the children of Hordas who was an Ebed to Beis Chashmnoi and he became stronger and he actually became the king and therefore we say that this Ebed had potential that he would actually get married to Yisrael. And keep in mind that we're now going to see two other Shittas as to the Din of Ammonis Isa and there could be major questions on those two Shittas as well and then the Gemara will finally come out to explain what this Brisa means. So Omer Ameir, Rameya argues on Tanakhama and we turn to Yudal Ramebez and he says Shemati kol shein ba echem mikol elu masin lakuna. I've heard that anyone that doesn't have any of these fakers, either a suffik mamza nesin or an eved, they could get married lakuna. So Rashi said lakamam parach haynu tanakama lachera. This is exactly like the sheet of tanakama because the tanakama also said that the only time that you're allowed to go and get married lakoyin is only if the only problem you had was a suffik chol. But if you're a suffik mamza nesin or eved, you now will get married to a koyin, which is exactly what Rameya just said. And the brayser brings a third sheet of Shimon. If she has a bio with a Safakal, which once again sounds exactly like Ramea said and exactly like Tanakam says, and then he continues and says, the Yidin always knew who the Mamzerim were that were amongst them, and therefore a Safak Mamza should be Muta. However, the Jews would not mark who the Chalolim were between them, and therefore it's possible that there should be a problem with a Safakal. And the Gemara will ask on Rav Shem Melazin in the name of Rameya. Now, he first says that a person who is married to a Safakal, after her husband dies, she could go and get married to a Kayin. And then in the Sefer, he seems to say, Pumfakat, that when there's a Suffolk Mamza, then you wouldn't have a problem because you would know about them. And therefore, a Suffolk Mamza is not a real problem because Makini saw Mamzerim And the only real problem is when you have a Safakal, because since we're not sure who the Chalom are, so that person should be also to a Kayin. And the Gemara now goes through this. And we'll ask these questions and give a tarot. We just said that what is considered if it's a suffix, then she would still be kasha to marry a kayin. And the Gemara asks his first question, why do we say that if it's suffix mamza or suffix nasin or suffix evid, then the din is that she would puzzle to 
Kayin, because it's an Issa Duraisa, Chol Nami Duraisa, Luchayra, the Issa of a Chol is also an Issa Duraisa, and Luchayra, why should we Michalit between a Suffolk Chol and a Suffolk Mamza and a Sin or Eved? And the Gemara continues and asks the second question, Visu, Amra Meir, Rameya stated in the Braisa, Shemati, Kalshim, Ba'achim, Kal Elam, Asin Lakuna, I have heard if someone doesn't have any of these fakers, they're not a Suffolk Mamza, and they weren't married to a Suffolk Nasin or a Suffolk Eved, and they only were married to a Suffolk Chol, then the din is that they could get married to a Kayin, it's exactly the same din as the Tanakhama just said. Visu and the third question we just saw in the Brayser, the third sheeter. Reb Shimon Lazo Eim Reb Shimon Rameya V'chena Reb Shimon Ben Nasser Eim Kedvarv Ezu Almanis Isa Kol Shenit Ben Bas Safachol that Almanis Isa that would be butter to get married to Kain is anyone that was married to a Safachol. Then he says Makin Yisrael Mamzerim Shemim Beriem VeImakin Chalon Shemim that Klai Yisrael knew who the Mamzerim were between them and there wasn't a problem with Safach Mamzerim. However, there were problem with Safach Chalon because they weren't Makir who the Chalon were. And the Gemara is for Amr Reisha Chol Kasha. And if we just said in the Reisha of Rab Shem Ben Elazar and Neva Meya that if someone marries a Suffolk Chol, they actually are going to be Kasha to Kuna afterwards. And Lachira, if we just said that the Imakin Chalon Shibanim that they didn't recognize who the Chalon were, why should she be Mutter to Akayin? And the Gemara answers Amr Rabbechan. Rabbechan says that in a Chanami, if there's a case where we know that a woman was definitely married to a person who was a Suffolk Chol, over there there's Machlekes between Rabbi Shu who says that we follow the Chazaka and she is Kasha to marry. Kayin, and Ragamliel said that she's going to be also to marry Kayin, as we saw in Daphne Dal and Medalov. However, Rabbi Yechlin explains in this Brysa, we're talking about a very specific scenario. The Brysa is discussing where there's one person, and when someone calls him a Mamza, he screams out and tells him not to call him a Mamza. However, when someone calls him a Chol, he keeps quiet. And in this specific case, there's going to be a Machlegis between these three Tunayim. And the question is, if a person's quiet at that point, then Lachay would say that Shtik is Kayda. And the question is, do we consider to this person a chol or not. And keep in mind that the only reason why we even have a tzad that maybe we'd say shtik kaida is because originally when they called him a mamza he started screaming out. But if there would be a case where he only was told that you're a chol and he kept quiet, there everyone would agree that he's definitely not considered a chol because you don't say shtik kaida because he says to himself, why do I have to respond to every time that someone says something? But by the fact that we saw that when someone called him a mamza he did scream out so that shows he is makbin and therefore he should have also screamed out when they called him a chol and maybe we'd say that Shtikhaida. And the Gemara now goes through the three different mandamim of the Brisa. Tanakama Sava, the Tanakama holds, call puzzle the Karlai Vishasak puzzle. That any time if someone calls you a name and you start screaming out, and then they call you another name and you keep quiet, then we consider your Shtika Kaida, and therefore you'd be considered puzzle. Vahikama Tanakama. And how do you explain the words of Tanakama? Ezu Amanis Isa, what is the scenario where there's a mother that was married to a Suffolk and we consider her Kashalakuna, Kasha Imbalai Shasak Mamza? That's in any case where you didn't have a situation where someone called a person a name and they started screaming out and then afterwards they called them another name and they kept quiet. And in that case, of course, since they would keep quiet, the din would be that shtikaida. But in this case, since you didn't have any time where this person was quiet, so we say that this woman would be mutter to marry a kayin. And Rashi points out that even though in the Lashon of Tanakam it says, and doesn't talk about the din of a safakhol, so Rashi says, that since the whole reason why they're going to be puzzled is if they were quiet, so the din applies to any case where a person first protests and then afterwards is quiet, and therefore the din applies to a case of a safachol as well. And Rashi explains that the Brisa didn't have to go and explain every single case to us. And Bekamale Rameh, and Rameh responds back to the Tanakam and says, the only time that we say that by shtika that would be considered like a is if someone calls 
you a name and you actually go and you protest and then they call you a name of either a mom's on the sin and an Eved and you don't protest and you're quiet over there we would say that Shtik is Kaida because the person saying that you puzzle love and recall so of course you should scream out and you should protest however but Ramea says that even if someone calls this person a name and he screams out and he protests and then afterwards they call him a Chol and he doesn't protest that's not a riot at Shtik Kaida because he says I don't care if they call me a Chol because in any case I'm not going to be puzzled to anyone I can marry anyone I want even though I'm Chol now of course if you marry a woman then that woman after you die won't be able to go and marry a Kayin but of course since it doesn't restrict him at all therefore it doesn't bother him and that's why he doesn't protest and he doesn't scream out and then Rav Shem responds to Rav Meir who was brought down and the Reisha if it's true that you heard that Rav Meir said that in some case you're going to be actually kosher even though you kept quiet it's not in the case where they called him a chol and he kept quiet it's in the case where they called him a mamza and then he was quiet and behind the shasik and the reason why even though a few moments ago when they called him another name he did protest and now he's not protesting that's because he says to himself that since everyone knows who the Mamzer are in Klaiso so no one will think I'm Mamzer in any case and I don't have to worry and I don't have to protest however if someone calls him a Mamzer and he protests and then they call him a Chol and he keeps quiet then puzzled, then he is going to be puzzled, and we do consider him a Chol behind the Ishtik and the reason why he was quiet as Rashi explains that he says to himself that if I keep quiet then since Klai Yisrael is not makir chalon shebenim, they'll leave me alone and they'll think that I'm really not a chol. However, if I start protesting, then they actually going to start looking into me and they'll find out that I'm really a chol. And therefore, we say that a person that keeps quiet it actually shows that he really is a chol. And Taisus is and Dira Maskel mistayed lemafkin lemikol. That why the Gemara have to come onto this reason? All the Gemara should have said is still originally when they called him another name, he protested, and now they called him a chol and he keeps quiet. So the we should say that shtik is kaida. And Ayin and Taisus how he explains our Gemara and the Gemara now brings two conflicting prices and the Gemara will explain it based on what we just explained. Tani Chadu, we learned in one price, or Shosuk Mamza Kasha, that if someone's quiet when they call him a Mamza, then he was considered Kasha. Shosuk Chol, but if someone's quiet when they call him a Chol, he's puzzled. And with Tani Idich, we learned in another price, Shosuk Chol Kasha, that if someone's quiet when they call him a Chol, he's Kasha, and Shosuk Mamza is puzzled, which is exactly the opposite. On that point, it's like Kasha, Hatan Kama Libra Ramea. This is going according to Shitz Ramea that said that Shosuk Chol is Kasha, but Shosuk Mamza is puzzled because as we said from Ramea, that Hanachud Kapasle Bikal, that over there by Imamzo, he should actually protest because he would be puzzled to love Bikal. But a Shasakal doesn't care to protest, and a Shtik is not a Raya and it's not a Hida, because Lemaisa, a Chol, is Kashal Lavi Bikal, and it doesn't actually cause him any harm. And Harab Shimon Alaza, Levi Ramea, and the first price that stated that Shasak Mamza is Kashal, Shasakal is puzzle, that's going Quintra Shimon Alaza, Quintra Ramea, where we just said that the Fihim is actually worse to be quiet when you're a Chol than to be quiet when you're Mamza because since we know who the Mamzerim are therefore he didn't care if they called him a Mamza because he knows that everyone knows that he's not a Mamza however when he's quiet when they called him a Chol we have a spur to say the reason why he was quiet is because he made a Cheshben if he keeps a low profile and he keeps quiet then they won't look into him but if he would actually scream out and he would protest then they'd start looking at him and they'd actually find out that he is a Puzzle and therefore we say that in the case of Shasa Chol that he is Puzzle as we explained before and we will stop over here